Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1. Listen back on the RTE Radio app. Well, for many of us, the main Shakespearean quote we remember is the famous to be or not to be from Hamlet. And for this year's Leaving Cert students, they'll be able to quote from this play for years to come as they plough their way through this text for English Paper 2. And if I'm taking English Paper 2, it must mean that it's study home time. And presenter Evelyn O'Rourke <laughs> is here to talk us through episode five of the exam companion series. And Evelyn, you're welcome, as always, to the programme. Uh, this paper is one of the most talked about ones, English Paper 2. It's a busy and challenging exam. Yeah, I think many of us remember English Paper Paper two. Um, this week we have English Paper 2, Home Economics and Chemistry, all demanding papers, of course. But starting with that English Paper 2, it's the one we write so much, you know. If you talk to people about it and they say they remember emerging from the exam hall with sore hands from gripping the pen, remember the valley in your finger from clinging onto mm. that pen. So it's the paper with the poets, the unseen poem. And yes, this year it's all about Hamlet for the Shakespeare question. And I was really pleased that an old pal of ours, she's been with the show for all along, Claude Havel from the Institute of Education. She came to join me in studio to talk us through it and she says look as you're answering this paper it starts from the beginning words start with your best question because she says to bring she's a great phrase for this your impression mark she says if you have a confident start to the paper the examiner kind of eases a bit into it and goes right this student is on top of this and he said make a good impression the examiner and to do that guess what Sarah you have to know the text inside out you saturate your answer with quotations and references she makes the points that quotes can be really short they can be literally a word or two but that you know this text and that you're anchoring your answers in it. So you make that impression, you're building from the start and then she says you've got to be smart about picking your questions. Go from what you know best and answer where you know you have the references and the quotations to get you through. And she did another quick line which again I thought was wonderful, you know, about your poetry. She says very simply, know the opening and closing lines backwards for each of your selected four or five poets and the four or five poems there. Knowing them unlocks the poem for when you're sitting there in the hall. But she also has great acronyms. We love an acronym on Study Hub and these will help steer you through little strategies to help. So here, Claude, talk some more about her strategies. Uh, it is the acronym ones, but it's a really positive one, especially for the Matsy students who find mm-hmm. English a little tricky. So the PCLM is how every single question is graded in both paper one and paper two. So okay. P is for purpose. That means are you on task? Are you actually answering the question you're asked? If you're asked to define, are you defining? If you're asked to elaborate, are you elaborating? That's exactly so the, the driving work of verb. the question. Okay. That's exactly right. So are you are you actually answering what you're asked? And, you know, you could come out and say, I did a fabulous question on Hamlet, but it could have been on his dark side as opposed to his relationship with his mother. And you could be writing total wrong Spouting information. Spouting away about the mother and it's of no use to you, right? Exactly. So P, exactly. what's exactly. next? So then the C is for, it actually multi-purpose is coherence or clarity. It means from day one, from the very first sentence to the very last sentence, are you on task? Okay. And if you've fallen off anywhere along, that H1 is being nibbled at. Down, 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 down. So you have to be relevant all the time. The L is the piece de resistance. That's the language. It's how you say it. So that's where plenty of extra reading is so important because, you know, I mean, hauling in your references there, right? That's it. It's just saying it well. And that's the difference between H1 and H2. H2 students know their stuff. H1 students say it better. And that's... So look, we all know that everything's interesting. Right. And you're kind of going, there's a cap on how many interesting you can use. You know, right. come in with your arsenal, like have your ammunition ready to go. That's exactly right. Be your own thesaurus. 
constantly say, look, I've said that word enough. I want to say it again. Yeah. All right. And M then... And anticipate. You're going to need to have descriptions like that. So have them ready to go. That's okay. exactly right. What's and your last letter, the M? M is mechanics. That's your... The boring old spelling, the grammar, the syntax, the paragraphing. Oh, be your own thesaurus. That's a great idea, actually. It's good, good <laughs> advice good for any writer. Yes, good um, t-shirt. Now, we move on to home economics, scientific and social paper. God, I was, this, was my, <laughs> this was my source, but I was not good at this. And it's a very wide-ranging subject. Oh, it sure is. We're joined by Sandra Cleary for this one. And she started by reminding us that this is not a biology paper. You know, you have to give detailed answers. She says that in your study plan, start focusing on the short questions. And she said that you should be writing three of these short questions a night now as part of your study. And she suggests writing out a full paper of those short questions so you have a bank of them. And then you have something just really practical and straightforward to study the night before the exam. Her other advice is that the predictability of the paper is absolutely gone. Says you have to cover that wide range now, Sarah, and the topics all cross (laughs) over into different (laughs) questions. Yeah, I can hear you there. You're really traumatised by this. Mm. And then her big talking point for advice is about managing your stuff, your notes. And this advice, and we love this in Study Hub because this is advice that straddles all the subjects, really. You know, we like when the teacher give us advice that can work in other subjects this is a good useful one uh, so here she talks a little bit more from the she's from the Institute of Education she talks more about the value of organising your materials old school style and she says it's worth taking a day off if needs be she promises it'll be worth it so here Sandra tells us more Day one, always, I would say to fifth years, but you know, we're not at day one of fifth year now and we do have people going around, unfortunately, weeks before the exam and they have the geography and the maths and the English all mixed up together. Don't say it. So I would take one day of my life and yeah. it probably will take a day of your life, not not just for home economics, but if you are disorganised, yeah. you really are not going to do very well in any exam. So this is so, the best use of your time. So absolutely. take time out of study. And what am I doing? Um, you see, students would constantly ask, how do you study for home economics? So get your master file and you divide it into the first section would be all of your nutrient questions. OK. Your second section would be all the food groups. There so what? Not. Everything to do with that is in that section, right? Absolutely. Any tests you have done, any extra notes you've done. And I'm a big, big fan of sample answers. So I would have those, I would be writing those out at home using the time that you're going to have in your leaving cert. And what, your idea is what? That I then at some point start reflecting, going back to that box and working on different sections? Is that kind of the prod? Absolutely. So say, for example, you want to study um, protein uh, tonight. You go into your file, you go and you take out your protein notes. You're not faffing around is the point. It's all there. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of people have textbooks, but for me, the absolute Bible is the syllabus. Um, because, you know, teachers write textbooks and they are interpretations of the syllabus. So I personally, I am absolutely, I would print from page eight to page uh, 34. Uh, I would have it at the very front of my folder. That's the very first thing. Right. And then as you go through each topic, uh, you tick off, have I covered all of what is required? <laughs> You're hilarious. I needed Sandra, like you I did. Needed. I needed Sandra. I know. Right. Okay. Finally, move your, on there, Sarah. Move we, on. Let's move on, please. Chemistry. I didn't take that, so I have no so nasty memories. Uh, and this is a three-hour paper in the exam hall. Lots of hard work, I'm sure, going into this one at this stage. Yes, absolutely. We were joined by Enda Dow to talk us through this one. As you say, three-hour paper. And one of the pieces of advice here, and we've said it with biology as well, but just that little reminder that you do not have to be Picasso or Norman Foster when drawing the diagram, but you do have to know how to draw how to label and identify a diagram and label it clearly. Students, of 
course you'd know how to do this well at this stage. So test yourself with past papers and the curriculum hasn't changed for years so know it well because this is maybe when they start looking at the dark corners of a curriculum, you know. But here ended out from the Institute of Education tells us more. When it comes to the chemistry paper, organic chemistry is, and I won't be popular for saying this, it is by far the most important part of the paper. Why? Organic chemistry can be worth up to 40 to 45% of the Oh, we love that in study. Yeah. That's, are so you serious? It, it yeah. really bleeds through so it much of the paper. It bleeds through so much of the so paper. Stop ignoring and avoiding so, it. So many questions. Yeah. So so it really is, the, especially for six years now at this stage, it, it's the really most important topic to to, to attack first. Um, and after that, atomic chemistry, which is which students generally wouldn't find so bad as organic. Mm-hmm. But again, that would be another kind of 20% on top of that. So between those two yeah, sections, you're, clocking up really you're nice already at there. Yeah. 60% of the paper-ish. So you've got section A, which is the longer questions. Well, section A are the mandatory experiments. Okay. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say, it's not really the case anymore where you would say you have long questions and short questions. Okay. The chemistry paper is very much broken down into short questions in general. So all the questions are worth 50 marks, but they're broken down. And it's generally in multiples of three. Okay. Um, so the, the same kind of idea as home ec. So it's very important if a student sees, you know, a question for 12 marks that they understand that's four, uh, three marks, four points for three marks each so that they understand that they, they should be having four relevant points out of that. Okay, some great advice is always there. Evelyn, thank you very much for that. Episode five of Study Hub drops today.